Amen. Amen. Word of Amen. I will now go forth with our scripture reading. You all have been muted. Reverend Hope, we will need for you to unmute yourself, and I did give you that command. Amen. Our scripture reading is coming from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 7. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom. Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Verse 7, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. And the word of God is blessed. Our Father and our God, we come now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank and praise you for another glorious Sunday day. We thank and praise you, God, for the sunshine. Oh, God, we thank and praise you, God, for being in our lives. Oh, God, we just thank you, God, that we have another opportunity to fellowship with one another. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for every household that is represented, God, on the telephone, God, on this Sunday afternoon. Oh, God, we ask you to bless their going out, Father God, and their coming in. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now, God. Oh, God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Oh, God, we thank you for your word, God, and your spirit. Oh, God, we thank you, God, that you have given us another opportunity, God, another day, God, just to say hallelujah, praise God on this afternoon. Oh, God, we ask you to look around the world today, God. Oh, God, we need you today, God, and we call on your holy and your righteous name. Oh, God, we ask you to look on those that are, who are bereaved today, God. Oh, God, we ask you to look on those, God, who have tried to destroy their lives. 
Oh, God, we ask you to give comfort and peace, God, only as you can give, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, look on those who are still struggling for housing and food, God. Oh, God, we lift up your name and we lift them up to you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we pray and ask you to look on those who are the street all night long. Oh, God, feel like there's no hope, oh, God, but in the name of no Jesus. Name, oh, God, you, God, we ask you to send your word right now. Right now look on those behind prison walls, Father God. Look on those, God, in hospital wards. Look on those that are going through recovery. Look on those that are in the nursing home right now, God. Oh, God, we call on your name. Oh, God, we call on your name because there's no other name under heaven, God, that we can call on. And, God, we want to say thank you right now. Oh, God, we ask you to look on and search our hearts right now, God. Oh, God, we ask you to forgive us for our sins, God, that we have committed towards you and you alone. Oh, God, we thank you right now for our children. Oh, God, we thank you for our elders right now. Oh, God, we ask you to continue to look on our pastor and his family, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just say glory to your name, God. Oh, God, we're still going to give you the praise, God, honor and the glory. Even though, God, we're going through a, a, a challenging time right now, God, but we still say thank you. You said give thanks in all things because that is the will of God. And so, God, we say thank you. Thank you that, God, we're able to still give you praise. Thank you, God, that you open up our eyes to behold the creation that you have created, Lord. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we actually look on all the churches around the land that is still going forth in your son Jesus' name. Oh, God, we actually to bless them as well. And then, God, as the men of God get ready to preach the word, oh, God, we actually let them down in the treasures of your word out of the valley flow rivers, of living water. Oh, God, we need a life-changing experience. And, God, we call on you for that today. Look on the north, south, God, east and the west today, God. Oh, God, we need you. And, God, we cannot get along without you. Oh, God, we praise you. We tell you we love you. Oh, God, we tell you that we adore you. God, we tell you that you're wonderful, mighty, that you are majestic. God, in Jesus' name, we claim it all. Amen. Praise God. Uh, turn your Bibles to Revelation chapter 21. We're going to go from 21 to verse 1 through 7. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 7. Everyone have it? And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth are passed away, and the sea is no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4, and he shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The first things are passed away. And he sitteth on the throne, said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said, Right, for these words are faithful and true. Six, verse 6 says, and he said unto me, come to pass. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and I will give unto him that is a thirst, the fountain of 
water of life. He that overcomes shall inherit these things, and I will be his God. I'm going to stop right there and talk from the theme this morning, looking towards heaven, looking towards heaven. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. Lord, I pray, Lord, that as I share this word, that you move me out the way, Lord, that your word will go forth with clarity and power, that your people will hear a word from you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Now, we, as we're looking forward, we see what's going on in our world, see how difficult life is and how we have been shut in for day after day after day. Hearing one bad news after one bad news. Turn on the TV, there's nothing but bad news on. And it seems like things are, may not even, are not even getting better. But I want you to know that God has a plan for our life, that this won't always be the case. These things that are going on from the pandemic to death to all these things, that one day it will be all over. And so today is a way of reminding us that this isn't going to always be. So the first thing I want you to see is there's a new heaven and a new earth coming. Say, why is the new heaven and the new earth? Well, sin contaminated this earth. Death, plagues, and all sorts of things come from sin. And so God says, I'm not going to just redo, but now I'm going to make it all brand new brand new for brand new people, says the first heaven and the first earth is passed away. No more. No time we might think, well, you know, I'm going to ask God, what about this and what about that, things that are happening in our life. But we won't even ask that question because we'll see that everything that was here that once will be all forgotten. No more. No more sin. No more heartaches. No more disappointments. All those things that that cloud us and those things that hurt us will no longer be in place. Sin that cursed the earth. The earth itself is cursed. In Genesis, the Bible says that the earth was cursed. And that's how we see storms and all these things. But those things will be wiped away. So God is starting out brand new. The sense of sin will be no more. And then it says, I saw a new heaven, a new, uh, I saw a new city, Jerusalem. Oh, let me back up. There's no more sea. Think about that, no more sea. What does the sea do? Sea separates us from each other. We have to go over to the seas, through the Atlantic, through the Mediterranean, through the Pacific to get over to the other side. So there will be no more sea. Another reason that there will be no more sea because there's no need for water anymore. We drink water to survive. 65% of our body is water. But in this new heaven and new earth, there will be no need for water at all. The glorified body that we have, and we will have a glorified body. We will have a body that is just like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the first fruit of the resurrection. The same body that he had. Remember when he said to the disciples, touch me. Not a ghost, it's a real body. And one day we're going to have that new body to inhabit this new earth. A new body that's made by God. A new body that he himself has made for us. A new body that won't have any of the, the infirmities and any of the things that hold us back. A new body. 
that would happen. So there would be no need for water. Another thing we're going to see here is a new city. Why a new city? A new city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven. Jesus said, I go away in John 14, I go away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I will come and receive you unto myself. He says, in my Father's house are many mansions. I could see in this city where Jesus has made mansions for all of us. Jesus will reign from this city of Jerusalem. This city that God has made for us will come down and be on this new earth. This city that has 12 gates. And I won't go into all of them, but just understand that it's going to be a new city for a new people. God is going to give us this city. It says it's like a bride adorned for a husband. Imagine that coming down out of heaven is this city, the bright light. Things, things that we can never imagine will be in this city. And God's throne will be in this city. For it says, I heard a great voice, out of verse 3 of voice out of heaven, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Oh, what a time there'll be. Not only will he reign in the city, but he will be there in the city with us. No more going to church anymore, singing songs, and no more need for preaching anymore. No more need to prayer. Why? Because Jesus will be in that city. God himself will dwell with his people. You see, sin separates us from God. Sin separates us from the holiness of God. But yet we will be holy just as he is holy. Oh, what a time that will be. Oh, we can't even imagine a time where we as holy as God is, but we will be holy, and he will come down and be with us. No more praying. No more leading songs of up and wondering who is God and what is he like. Many a nights and many a days we wonder, what is God like? What is he really like? We know from his word, but we'll see him face to face. Imagine ourselves if we're in the United States traveling over to Jerusalem and visiting our God. Wherever we are in this new heaven, in this new earth, we'll be able to come and walk with him. Remember, the Bible says in Genesis that Adam walked with God in the coolness of days. Can you imagine a day when you're walking with God? Oh, when we get to see this pandemic and all these things that happen to us, sometimes we don't really think that this is all going to be over. But one day, it's going to be over. One day, those things that keep us down, it's going to be all over because every day will be Sunday. Every day will be a good day. He will lead us. It says he will be strong. Behold, the tabernacle of God will be, and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people, and God will be with them. And then the next thing, the fourth thing I want you to see is, then God says, I will wipe away all tears from their eyes, tears of crying, tears of disappointment, tears. God is going to wipe away. We've shed many tears on this earth. Many a times that we've been sad, even through these pandemic days, I'm sure some of us have cried out to God, God, what are you doing here? God's going to wipe away your tears, tears of disappointment. Sometimes my own children disappoint us. Sometimes my own spouse disappoints us. And sometimes God's going to wipe away the tears. Maybe, maybe he's going to wipe away the tears because we didn't do all that we supposed to do. And when we on that judgment seat, he shows us what we could have been. 
and there he wipes away the tears from our eyes. It's good to know that we have a God that knows our infirmities. The Bible says that when we pray, he takes our prayers. It's up at the altar of God. And one day he's going to look at those prayers, and as we're crying, he's going to wipe away the tears from our eyes. The next thing that he deals away with is death. There'll be no more death. Death is the great enemy of man. Death is what separates us from our loved ones. Death is the thing that hurts us the most. And then we all should walk that, unless we be here for the rapture, we'll, walk away, we'll go ourselves to the way of death. But in that new city and that new earth, God, there will be no more death. Why? There's no need of death. Because death, sin causes death. It says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Yes. Death will be wiped away and eternal life will be in its place. Thank you, Lord, that you will wipe away that enemy that hunts us all day and night. The devil thinks he has us worrying about, are we the next ones? But yet God is saying, it's going to come a day when there'll be no more death. When you turn on the TV and give the news report, it won't have anything about death in the news report. Thank you, Jesus. When you read the newspaper in that day, it won't be anything about death. It won't be anything. Yet every day we turn on the TV, we hear about death, but God is going to take away that thing of death. Hold on, people. Realize that God is going to deal with that one day. It won't always be like it is right now. Then it says there will be no more mourning. Not only does death come, but those who are left are left to mourn. Mourn what could have been. Morning that our family, our loved ones have left us, and there's no one here. But the Bible says, absent with the body, from the body, but present with the Lord. We take comfort that even though our loved ones have left, and even though we're mourning, that they're with the Lord. But even in that day, that great day that the new heaven and the new earth is, there will be no more mourning. But there's no more sin, there's more no death, and there's no reason to mourn. I thank you, Lord, that I don't have to mourn anymore. No more going to the grave site. No more visiting the cemeteries out of this. Thank you, Lord. Undertakers and funerals, all those who are out of business in that day because there'll be no more death, no more mourning. Jesus saw when he came to the tomb of Lazarus, they were all around, wailing and mourning. When they came to even Jesus' tomb, they were wailing and mourning. But let me tell you, there's going to be a better day. There's going to be a day. Cheer up, people. Cheer up. God is on our side. God is speaking to us this morning and saying, it's not going to be like this always. That morning will be over. There's no more crying as well. Tears of anguish. Tears of sadness will be there no more. Neither will there be any more pain anymore. Thank you, Lord. Doctors, out of business because there won't be any pain because we have a new and perfect body, perfect body. There'll be no more aging, so there will be no more pain. We won't grow old. I know the song says we'll grow old by and by, but let me tell you something. In that day, it will, we will not have pain anymore. Joints will no longer be loosened. Hearts will no longer get weakened. Brain power will no longer decrease. 
Why? Because we will be made perfect in him. And then he stretches on to say, Behold, I make all things through. All things. Think about it. Everything that you can imagine, it'll be brand new. It won't wear out. You know, we buy a car, brand new car. 2020, five years down the line, it starts wearing out. Ten years down the line, it starts wearing out. Something we look at, maybe we need to get rid of. But here, God is saying to us, that I make all things brand new. No recreation of anything. That's new. Perfect. Everything is new. Thank you, Lord. Then he assures us even more that he says, for he is faithful. He tells John the apostle to write that he is faithful and true. You can bank on it. Faithfulness. God does that, as we're going to see in our Sunday school lesson later on, that God is faithful, even when we are not faithful, even though we don't do all that we're supposed to do. God is faithful. He doesn't break his covenant. We cannot do anything that will cause God to break his covenant with us, the church and his people, Israel. No, no, God, when he makes a promise, he keeps it. Yes, we may disappoint, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And so we can bank on this. You know, when you're going through, when you, we go through this period that we're going through with this pandemic, sometimes we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But go to his word and be reminded in his word about what he said about the future. It's going to surely come. Yes, pandemics will come and they will go. Hurricanes will come and they will go. But God has a plan, and he's only executing his plan. He is faithful and true. And at the end of the day, there's light at the end of the tunnel. People, we got to understand that. That God is working it out. He's faithful. And it's true because he don't lie. Truthfulness is his honor. Truthfulness is his bad. Truthfulness is who he is. And so we can go to bed every night, banking on, no matter what happens, I'm getting the glory. No matter what's going on, I'm getting the glory. I'm going to make it in the end. I don't care how which way I go out of here, it doesn't matter. I'm making it to heaven. we got to rejoice in that every day. Every day we have to rejoice in the fact that we're going to make it. That at the end of the day, we're going to be standing. I'm reminded in the book of Revelation about the 144,000. After all the things that have happened in this tribulation, after everything has stood, Jesus Christ is standing there with the 144,000, having not lost, not a one. Those of us who have studied in the book of Revelation, remember that. Remember that none of us will be lost. Even no matter what happens in this pandemic, no matter what happens with the rest of this world, even after it's over, there's a comforting reason to know that we're ultimately going to make it and we're ultimately going to get to heaven. Why? Because he said, verse 6, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and end. I started this and I'm going to finish it. And he's going to start it with us from the day we were born. He's going to finish it with us being in glory. Hallelujah. He's going to finish it. And his last invitation to us 
Whoever has a thirst, let him come freely. Come, people. Freely believe. Freely trust. Freely he comes. And then it says, he that overcomes, what? Who overcomes pandemics. Who overcomes the things of this world. Overcomes sickness. Overcomes disappointment. He that overcomes death shall inherit all these things. Are you an overcomer this morning? Oh, yes, you know. Are you an overcomer? Have you overcome this world? Don't let the things in this world spoil your joy, spoil your attitude, because you know that God has a wonderful plan for our life. And so he says, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. God bless you. As far as for word of prayer, as I finish, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word. Lord, I pray that someone was uplifted because your word is true and everything that you say will happen because we placed our trust in you. We, a long time ago, we trusted in you. Lord, we know what's going on. But greater than you, he that's in you than he that's in the world, you are going to make this all right. And let us focus on the future, not the present. It might look dark now, but joy comes in the morning. So, Lord, give us a joyful heart and a joyful spirit. Amen.